Hey there, you're listening to the USC Christian Challenge podcast, made with love by Christian Challenge students and staff at the University of Southern California. We seek to connect and equip students to know Jesus, live lives that are honoring to Him, and make Him known to their communities. You can learn more about us at uscchristianchallenge.com and connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at USC Challenge. Welcome to Challenge. So, kicking us off tonight will be the one and only Jack, one half of Double Trouble. Jack is a BFA in sound design and a leader of our Central Asia summer missionary team. So, come on up, Jack. All right, there we go. I got it figured out. Cool. Um, so, for those of y'all who don't know me, uh, my name is Jack Johnson. Um, and as Devin said, I'm a sound designer um, in SDA. Um, thank you for, for the encouragement in the chat. Um, but anyways, just wanted to share a couple things that God has put on my heart that he's really taught me um, through a lot of just different older and wiser people like Ian, who's sitting right there, but he tried to get out of the camera. Um, but Ian's right here. Um, anyways, so kind of there's there's a few main things that I wanted to share. Um, the most the first one, um, and I think is most important is just being open, open and honest with people. Um, I've really found that through just communication with with others, whether that be peers or bosses or whoever else you may be interacting with, um, they really, really appreciate it when people are open and honest and when expectations are really clear. Um, and so I just encourage y'all, if you don't practice this already, if there's a deadline that somebody gives you and you can't meet it for whatever reason, just have that open and honest dialogue. Um, the same goes for friendships. It really helps in building those. Um, and that leads me to my next point. Uh, just relationships are really what matters. Um, there's a lot of things that I've, I've done in college. There's a lot of different groups I've been a part of, a bunch of different shows that I've worked on. And what the memories are about are always about friendships. They're never about tasks or anything like that. Um, and so uh, a common saying is that you pick your friends, you pick your future. And that's been really true. Um, I was just talking, talking with Marcus this past Monday about it. But a lot of the people that I know from freshman year that I've met that I'm still friends with, um, our paths have gone very different ways. And um, a lot of them are still the same people they are that they came in to college as. Um, and that's because they just didn't buy up opportunities with meeting with older and wiser people and getting input in their lives. So um, if that's you, I'd encourage you to uh, get that input. Um, and uh, an attachment to that is just whenever there's somebody who's really building into you and, and giving you their time and their wisdom, whenever they say something that that hurts, it's never to just hurt you. It's it's really to help you. They see that there's something at the end of the tunnel. There's something that you can grow in and they'll never give you something just to put you down. They know that you can take it. Um, and so really, as Proverbs says, those are like um, golden apples in a silver basket where proofs are. Um, and so if somebody has a reproof, take it well, um, and obviously see if it has a valid point there and, and then go from there and talk with them about how you can improve on that. Um, and then lastly, and probably most importantly is just the good old fashioned saying of God will not rip you off. Um, that's incredibly true. Um, there's been a couple really hard decisions that I've had to make in college, not knowing what would be on the other side. And it was something that I really wanted to do that God wanted me to drop. Um, and I ended up trusting him with it. And there's just been immense blessings that um, continue to pour out until this day. Um, and so, yeah, I would encourage y'all to just entrust that to him, that he won't rip you off. Um, and that if you don't really have um, a plan for the future, that's OK, because God will provide. And he has provided abundantly for me in this last semester. 
Um, because Matthew 6.33 says, uh, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be given to you. Um, and there's been so many cool opportunities that God's just placed on the table that I wasn't even aware of. Um, and so, yeah, those are my, my quick thoughts. And uh, thank you all. Thank you so much, John, for putting that video together and for Alan for speaking those kind words as well as Matt and everybody else um, who have really just encouraged me this past week. Um, and honestly, my life would not be the same without challenge in the community that God's placed around me. Um, and thank you so much, Neil and Jeremy and Ian um, for building into me these past few years. And just for all of y'all being really great friends um, and spurring each other on towards love and good deeds. Um, and I know that God's gonna continue to work in students' lives like he worked in with mine. Um, so keep after it. Thanks so much, Jack. Good advice. Next, we have Drew. Just Drew is a political science major and she's preparing to enter a submarine post in the Navy. So hi guys. So I'll just talk about some of my takeaways. It might feel like a lecture. I hope it doesn't feel that way. <laughs> but yeah, I think for me, something that I realized that it everything goes back to Jesus being my greatest treasure. And that's what I want for the rest of you as well. Um, and so I just had three takeaways um, for the fact that Jesus is my greatest treasure. So if Jesus is my greatest treasure, I want to follow where he leads me and not where I lead me. And so um, something that I realized is that these roads, they may not be mutually exclusive, but I had to be open to the possibility that God was leading me in a completely different direction of my life than what I had planned for myself. Uh, some of you might know I really wanted to be like a hotshot lawyer coming into USC and God took me the completely different <laughs> direction and wants to put me in a submarine. And you know, that required a lot of prayer. So I would really encourage you guys to, to pray and to be faithful to that and to ask God to open your heart to whatever path he might have for you. Um, but yeah, wherever Jesus leads you, um, leverage your position to in order to share really God's love for people uh, with them. Um, and my second point, <laughs> and my second takeaway um, from Jesus being my my greatest treasure is I got to surround myself with people who will really contribute to my walk. Um, and so this doesn't mean like rejecting people who aren't Christian, because obviously God put us here to share the gospel, the good news with everyone. Um, but really, it's thinking about who is influencing you. And if you're getting time with people that draw you closer with God, or if you're getting time with people who are pu pulling you further from God. Um, and if the entire point of our lives is to live with Jesus, then we don't want to spend time with people who aren't going to add to that. Um, and so that really looks like seeking mentorship and peers who will encourage you. Um, one of my greatest peers um, while <laughs> being in college has been Chelsea. Um, and she and I, we're obviously, we're not perfect, um, but it's really in our conversations of like us being honest with each other about our flaws and the ways in which we wanna grow that we have grown closer with each other and have grown closer with Jesus. Um, and lastly, um, something that I realized from Jesus being my greatest treasure is that um, I want to be a person that contributes to others' walks with Jesus. That's someone who adds on to others people's, other people's realizations of Jesus being their greatest treasure. And so um, if I want to be someone that contributes to their walks, that might look like serving in the church, but um, that could look like something else for you. Maybe it doesn't look like serving, but it maybe looks just like participating to or part, committing to participating where you're at and so if you're in a life group if you're in freshman connection commit to inviting people commit to being present when you're there um 
So yes, <laughs> those all come from hopefully Jesus is your greatest treasure. If not, I really would invite you to think about what is your greatest treasure and hopefully you can come to the conclusion that Jesus is the, the only treasure. Um, and yeah, as Jack said, thank you so much a challenge that has taught me this and has you guys have really walked with me through all this so that I could learn these things and hopefully I will continue to, no, not hopefully, I will definitely <laughs> do my part to continue in my walk with Jesus. Thank you so much, Drew. Uh, now we'll be hearing from Lee. Lee is finishing her bachelor's in mechanical engineering. Um, I don't have as much as an organized layout, but um, God's been really teaching me recently about perspective, and I felt like I was called to share that with you guys today. So if you don't know me, my name is Lee. I'm obviously a senior here, but I actually started my walk in college on the East Coast at Cornell, and my sophomore year there, I started to experience really bad anxiety and panic. Um, it was the first time that I ever had really big mental health struggles, and it like really took me back to, it just was a very tumultuous period. Um, I was able to kind of make it through that period, and then God was like, hey, let's transfer to USC. Um, and I was really excited, so I took the risk, and I got here, and of course I was nervous and excited. Um, and then COVID hit, and there was just a lot of bitterness in my heart, both for the period of anxiety and also at the start of COVID for not understanding God's plan. And I can just recall saying so many times, like, God, why? Like, why is this happening? and not being able to get that answer because I'm not God <laughs> and I don't need to always know why. And I really wanted to encourage you guys because just in this last few weeks, God's blessed me with this like a bigger picture and a little more perspective of seeing exactly that like Cornell was, supposed to, was where I was supposed to be and like USC is now where I'm supposed to be. I feel so passionate about helping other people with mental health and I wouldn't have been able to like find that call that God had for me without that experience. Um, I don't think that God caused my anxiety, but I do think that he has redeemed it so beautifully. And I never would have like come out to the West Coast and picked USC. It's just been a crazy um, pattern of events. But I can look now and know that God so purposely placed me in challenge and on the ministry team to like gain tools and learn how to create disciples and just begin that training that I need to be able to help people in different mental health situations. And the big picture that I really want to be able to give to you guys is I wish I could go back and give myself a huge hug and just let myself know that it was going to be okay and that not only that it was going to be okay but like god was building an incredible picture with my life and that he's doing the same with yours um the tapestry is it going to be incredible and like if you're sitting here i know it's been a really hard year with covid so i feel like if you have a lot of different broken puzzle pieces and have no idea how they fit together um i just really wanted to encourage you that give it yourself grace give yourself time um, allow yourself to surrender to god because he has the most beautiful plan for your life and um, I know that it can be really difficult and grace can sometimes be hard to step into, but um, yeah, I just really wanted to encourage you that God is really good and that the plan is worth it. Like I would go back and do the whole experience to be able to be where I am today and it's so much more beautiful than I could have imagined for myself. I definitely wouldn't have picked it four years ago, but I'm super grateful that I have it now. So um, as Neil would say, be encouraged folks. and. Um, yeah, God's on your side, he's on your wing, and he's taking care of you. So, uh, yeah, thank you for everything. Challenge has been absolutely amazing this year for me. God has used it in so many ways. I can't even explain it. So thank you to everyone um, who is just like, I've never been so part of a team so quickly, especially with everything online. So thank you to all of my peers, my mentors, everyone. Um, I really appreciate you all, and I'll be close in L.A., so reach out. I'll be here. Well, see ya.
Thanks so much, Lee. Um, next, we have Janae, more wisdom. Janae is a business administration major. Excited to hear what she has to say. Hello. Um, well, as introduced, my name is Janae. I'm a business major. I've had the being a part of Challenge um, for the past four years. I mean, it doesn't even seem like that how fast it's flown by, but you know, even remembering days in Freshman Connection, walking into a huge room at Thursday Night Challenge and just kind of realizing that, you know, this was my home away from home. And, and this is really where, you know, individuals that wanted to prioritize their walk with God and really wanted to seek his face, this is the things that they were about. And so one verse in just my three takeaways today that I was, I was really thinking about is Nehemiah 6, 3. This is actually my screensaver right now, but it's, and I sent messengers into them saying, I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down. Why should the work cease while I leave and come down to you? And so just for some context for this verse, I actually came across it in Andy Stanley um, sermon, shout out to Andy Stanley sermons. You will definitely see a lot of them in challenge. Um, but it's after Nehemiah returned to Jerusalem to help rebuild the walls. And they were facing a lot of opposition and a lot of discouragement and, and some of the leaders of the opposition were trying to get him to come down from the wall and really, you know, ultimately, you know, remove him from doing the work that God called him to do. But he answers in this short little phrase, you know, I'm doing a great work so that I cannot come down. And I think that's one of the things that stuck out to me throughout my journey. It's be on guard against the things, you know, that will hinder you. For me, that was definitely my schedule. I thought because you had white space in it, you should fill it with things. And, um, Aaron lovingly took me aside sophomore year and was like, that's not a thing. Like you can leave white space in your schedule and like still be okay. Um, and so just like learning, you know, what activities to really put and build into my life that were ultimately, you know, going to help me on my journey of walking with Christ and, and, you know, really being able to have the time and the energy to pour into others and not really, you know, going from one day to the next, just energy drained. Um, and then my second lesson, I would say, and this is all, this is found in Hebrews 12 verses one, and it's therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders us and the sin that so easily entangles us and run with perseverance, the race marked before us. And so I think that also just stuck out throughout my four years as well, just running your own race. Um, we live in a very competitive environment and I've, I found it often too easy to look and see, okay, so how many internships has this person had? And, you know, well, this person's, you know, going there, or this person has this, or this person's doing that. And, you know, those are the things that God has blessed the individual with. And, and those are the things that God knew that they needed at that current time. I mean, you know, so who am I to question again, the God of the universe, you know, like a five-year-old saying, how come he got that, but I didn't. And so just really making sure that I'm running, you know, past graduation and on into the real world as well. The race that's, you know, marked for me and really fulfilling God's purpose for me, not what I think God's purpose is for me, but what he has distinctly outlined in my life. Um, so I would just want to encourage you, you know, God has gifted everyone with such unique talents. I look at the worship team and I'm like, I always admire people that can sing because God was like skipped for that one. Um, but everyone just has such unique talents that they can use to glorify him. And so really just seek to explore your talents and, and really just offer them to God and, and he will do amazing things with them. 
And then lastly, I would just say, as you're running your race, cheer others on. Um, Hebrews 10, 24, and let us consider how we may spare one another to love and good deeds. And if anything, this world needs more love and good deeds. Um, it needs more people that are going to step out of outside of themselves and really care for people and really be the hands and feet of God in, in this hurting and troubled world. So I would just encourage you, you know, to find time, you know, throughout your college experience to really, again, pour into others and really just showcase the love of Christ, whether that's in a lecture or a study hall or um, just anywhere that God's placed you, just really glorify him in all circumstances. Um, and just to close, again, I just want to thank um, just all the leaders in challenge, all the friends that I've made over these years. I cannot fully express just how grateful I am for this whole experience and how just instrumental challenge is in my life and, and just really providing me just with a foundation that I, I really need to take my faith forward and, and to make it more than just reading the Bible, but living the Bible out. And um, I am extremely grateful just for all the time and the resources that everyone has poured in. I'm, I'm definitely going to miss everyone. I am working in LA, so I will frequent stop on campus because, um, you know, USC students never graduate and leave. So I will be back shortly, but I cannot thank you all enough. John, the video is amazing. Again, talents I don't have, but talents God is using, you know, to glorify you through him. So thank you guys. Wow, thank you so much, Janae. You can see that she is definitely breaking the Marshall Snake stereotype. So we're very grateful for, for people like her. And so now we're moving on to another business admin senior, uh, Mr. Muscles himself, Eduardo. No, 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 no. Well, first of all, uh, thank you guys so much. I love you guys. I know I barely know you guys because of COVID and, and I kind of got involved in the tail end of things, but um, I'm sure if we're interacting more. It, it, you know, it'd be cool. Um, shout out to Steve Serio. I said that I was going to shout out his hair. So just look at his hair whenever you have a chance. Um, but yeah, so, so much wisdom here. And I guess my first part of advice is I can guarantee that all of the seniors right now who spoke did not just naturally come with that wisdom themselves. Uh, most likely they have men and women in their lives who are speaking into them who are a couple of life stages ahead. First piece of advice, get people in your corner who love God, who guide you and who will be there as a feedback. Uh, honestly, preferably it's cool to have friends and peers, but people who are a couple of life stages ahead of you uh, you know, we'll definitely have some insight that you can't get from your peers. Uh, I have a lot of them. And I think it's the reason why, you know, God has just allowed me to avoid mistakes and make great decisions is through that. Um, the second point is a little heavy, but um, I think it's very important. I was sharing it with my younger brother who's about to go into college. And that's to always keep at the forefront, really the reality of how broken our world is and how messed up uh, is the impact of, of sin. Um, so for example, when I first came to USC, uh, over the next like three years, multiple suicides happened at USC. Uh, some of you guys might remember that I knew one of them. Uh, and so I just want to point out, we live in a desert really where people are just thirsty for love and for authenticity. And we are lucky to have the water and have the water source that satisfies all of that and understanding how broken everything is should amaze us at how good the answer is how good jesus is uh so that leads me to the point of uh you know love 
others, people who you don't know, you never know who puts uh, across uh, in, in your in your life, who God puts across in your life. An easy example I can give is, hey, uh, first day of classes, everyone sits down in lecture, everyone's quiet, not because they don't want a connection with people, but because they're awkward. Hey, I don't want to break the ice. Like, it's weird. Uh, so I learned that when I put kind of like myself second and, you know, I, I care less about what they might think of me by saying hi or asking about their day, it actually allows for more authentic connections. I encourage you all to just show people around you that you love them, even if you don't know them, show them the love of, of Jesus. And then um, if you want a verse reference for that, I had it ready, but uh, it just uh, Paul talks about uh, how to the weak he became weak uh, and, you know, uh, to that he might win the week. He became all things to all people that by all means I might save some. And that's 1 Corinthians uh, 22. Then next uh, is, I think Jack talked about it. Look, uh, there, there it is, Matt put the reference. Um, Jack said, God will never rip you off. Hey, he will provide every day. The Israelites, when they needed food in the desert, guess what? God provided manna, but he did not just provide endless mana he would provide them every day fresh new mana and he did not want them to uh to hoard it essentially he didn't want them to save it for the next day but just take what they needed for the day you can read about that in um exodus 16 uh but basically god will provide what you need for the day and you can trust in that and when you know that you don't need to worry about tomorrow because he will take care of that tomorrow he'll provide fresh new mana you can move through the day, whether it's in relationships, in your career, with, you know, with um, your friends, with confidence that, you know, pales, like, you know, makes any other kind of confidence pale in comparison. Um, yeah, and just invest into relationships. Uh, I would say that for sure. I was talking with, there's so many like senior things around and I live with a bunch of seniors and they all, the advice that they kind of give us like, hey man, I, I love the kind of relationships that I got to invest in. That's what they're going to remember. Love people. Uh, you won't regret that. But uh, love y'all. Super excited for everyone. Uh, my heart is very warm. And um, yeah, check out Steve Serious hair if you haven't. I'm serious. It's, it's like golden. Uh, so yeah. Thanks, Eduardo. And also everyone look at Steve's hair. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it's great. <laughs> um, up next, we have our very own Katie Bonnet. So excited. Um, Katie majors in public policy, and she is a fun time, so. Thank you, Rondea. Uh, um, love you. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm gonna talk about service, uh, uh, both receiving and giving service. Uh, when I was a freshman, I was drenched in pride. Um, if anyone tried to help me, I would not want it. Um, very quickly, I was humbled when, well, without going into too much detail, I needed to rely on challenge. Otherwise, I would have needed to drop out of the semester. Now, I tell that story to make the point that you can't make it through college or the Christian walk alone. Being able to rely on people and let them help you is going to make a big difference uh, in your relationship with God and your relationship with others. It was through uh, it was through sharing my struggles and letting people serve me through different talks or figuring out a problem was when I was really able to see Christ through people and an example of his character. Uh, God has been teaching me that it is okay to accept it when people want to help me and that accepting help can really be what is best. Uh, um, he also, um, he, um, he, um, 
he also taught me the benefits of serving. Um, uh, for over a year, I serve on the welcome team. And Kelly, I really hope you don't make, take offense to this. You're an amazing leader. But um, uh, I'll admit there were times when it was harder than others to play that role. I really wanted to sit with people and watch the, the, uh, the challenge announcement videos, which for all you freshmen haven't seen them yet, uh, they're amazing. But, um, but anyway, um, uh, I stayed with Welcome Team through the semesters and it wasn't until this last Sunday that Jeremy Walker gave this 30 second mini speech where I was able to really hear the impact that that had. And that meant the absolute world to me. I wouldn't change it for a second. And all that to say that there's always a need to serve and be served and God can do great things through both of those. Good word, Katie. Uh, we loved having you on the welcome team. Um, now, on the pre-med track, studying biological sciences is Chelsea, who, fun fact, is also an Elk Grovian. Let's see here. Um, my topic is going to be sort of a reflection of my time serving on the various different teams on Challenge and just my experience and what I've learned. So, yeah, here we go. So, hi, everyone. My name is Chelsea, and I've been a part of Challenge since my freshman year. And since then, I've been on my fair share of challenge teams, and I wanted to share what I've learned about the importance of community and service. In my sophomore year, I joined the newly formed discipleship team, or DT as it's commonly known, without fully knowing what to expect. Because I had spent the summer before on Project Impact, I wanted to join a team surrounded by those who are also looking to deepen their relationships with God and solidify their spiritual disciplines. What I was surprised to find out was that I also made friends um, <laughs> and not just any friends, the kind that stay up with you until 3 a.m. to encourage you, but also to call you out when needed. Um, I'll also note that during DT, I learned the importance of showing up. I will admit that I felt very um, hardened by the idea of committing multiple days throughout the semester ahead of time. But now I realize that that commitment set me up to be able to build the deep relationships that I was able to during my time on DT. Um, and my experience on DT and just the wonderful community that I had built and the different habits that have come out of that spurred me on to apply to ministry team because I wanted to gain the tools to share about Jesus and to love on others like he did. And due to some unforeseen circumstances, AKA my life is a mess, I had to drop out of MT prematurely that year. And that was my junior year. Um, and at first I was really disappointed in myself and I saw myself as a failure. Um, this led me to feel lost in my relationship with God. And I will admit that I isolated myself from my community, the same community that had spurred me on during the times that I needed it the most. And I chose to project my sense of self-internalized disappointment to my leaders and peers, and um, I chose to decide that they were disappointed in me as well. But in retrospect, I recognize that God has showed me some ways that I could continue to serve his people during this time, um, which ended up being a really great period of reflection and growth for me. And here are a couple that come to mind. Um, first one, is inviting people to challenge. Um, regardless of whether I was on MT or not, I still could 
meet people in my classes and organizations and invite them to come to challenge or even some of the smaller events if they feel overwhelmed by the prospect of joining a big group. Um, and I think this was one of the ways that God showed me that I can continue to connect with people on campus. Another way is that I continue to create spaces for community building and sharing about Jesus. And my favorite one um, out of um, the different ways that I've been able to share time with others is my, um, well, it was a semi-regular snack nick and it was just a really great time to um, share um, life with people, but also to meet a practical need, especially if people are running the same spaces. And so, and then my final way that I think show me that I can continue to serve as people was to meet practical needs older than this really different. I think, especially during COVID, it has looked different. It could look like the mowing a friend who needs money for lunch or a really hard weekend, I think. Um, I realized that I could do all three of these things without being a part of a team. Um, the team that I really wanted to be on for so long and that I felt like I had failed myself. So I think I realize this is a bit of a niche topic, but I personally want to encourage those who may not have the capacity to join um, one of the ministry team or the ministry team or the discipleship team or any of the other teams. Um, that there are so many other ways to serve even outside of those capacities. And I personally experienced a lot of FOMO during that time um, where I didn't serve on MT. But today I'm so grateful knowing that God gave me that time to rest and draw me back to him and draw my focus towards him. So yeah, this was really chaotic. I'm sorry, but I hope that made sense. Okay. <laughs> Chelsea, it made so much sense. Thank you so much. Um... Next up, we have one of the smartest people you'll ever meet. She's working to complete her PhD in computational biology and bioinformatics. I don't, that sounds really smart. Megan Frank, floor is yours. It's a lot of words, but it's mostly just math and computer science. Um, but we like big titles to make people think we're really smart. Um, okay, I just have three, hopefully, really practical piece of advice that I wish I knew at the beginning of college and took me a while to figure out. Um, so the first one is related to schoolwork and that's don't work distracted. And I was guilty of this for a long time of working with Netflix in the background or checking my phone every five minutes. And honestly, hopefully you're better than I am, but I really think about 15 minutes of totally focused work I get about the same amount done as an hour of distracted work. Um, so it's something that I've really practiced and a practical way that I have kind of trained myself to do this is I set a timer on my phone just for five minutes because you can trick yourself to be like, okay, I can work without my phone for five minutes. Um, but then by the time the timer goes off, you find yourself working and then you just kind of keep <laughs> thanks Eduardo um and then you just find yourself keep going in your focus um and I also found that you know once I figured this out people would be like wow you have so much free time and it's because I really focused when I was working and then that opened up a lot of my day to do other things like pour into people um so that's my advice on school 
Next is a little piece of advice on building relationships and friendships. And if you are someone who is looking to, you have a lot of acquaintances and you're looking to build those deeper friendships, I would say something that's really changed in my life is have the goal of being the best question asker, like asking the best questions of people. Um, so I'll give you an example. And this is something I literally do is if someone mentions they have an exam, I'll put it in my calendar on that day. And then I'll remember, oh, I should ask them about, you know, their exam or ask them, oh, my mom's having a procedure on this day. Um, and people are really blown away with thoughtfulness. And also, you know, you make it not about yourself and about, you know, really learning about other people. And that's really helped me develop some deeper friendships. Um, and then my last little piece of advice. So I'm actually not graduating yet, but I'm getting married. Woo. Um, <laughs> so, um, so my last little piece of advice is for relationships. Um, so, you know, I can't really say anything about why my fiance picked me, but I can tell you a little bit about why I'm picking him. And, um, you know, one of the things that really blew me away about him is thoughtfulness. And, you know, this isn't just like, this isn't just for people in relationships, but I think we can really take thoughtfulness and bring that to our friendships too. Um, so I made a little list of some thoughtful things that cost zero dollars and zero cents that you can do for people or for your significant other um, that will be really impactful. So, so <laughs> this is so funny. Um, my freshman year, I had the stomach flu and Nick showed up to, Nick is my fiance, he showed up to my dorm with a bunch of tea bags he had taken from the dining closet. And, you know, it's just a little simple thing, but it was so thoughtful and meaningful. Um, so that's something for you can do. Um, he wrote me notes all the time, even just buying like those two or three dollar flowers from Trader Joe's. Um, and then, oh, also, just anytime I mention anything, he would make it happen. So one day I was like, oh, my, my bike tires are kind of flat. And then an hour later he showed up with, you know, a bike pump and was out there pumping up my tires. Or if I, I mean, I honestly think if I said, oh, I need some new socks, he would have new socks later that day. Um, so anyway, I just think not only in relationships, but also with friendships, if you really want to blow someone away is through thoughtfulness and really have an impact on their life. Um, so those are my three pieces of advice. Hopefully they'll be very practical. And, and I really wish that I had figured some of these things out earlier and hopefully they'll be helpful to you. Thanks, you guys. Well, thanks, Megan. I'm definitely going to think about being the best question asker now. I've never heard that before, but I really like that. Um, so lastly, the night would not be complete without the soon-to-be redheaded star of the stage and screen, the second half of Double Trouble, Mac. Hey, guys. Can you, is this, can you hear me? We're doing good? All right, uh, perfect, perfect. Uh, great, no pressure, just have to close out all of college. Um, I also have uh, three things, three things to share and a verse, um, my favorite verse that has, has guided me um, when I don't know what to do. And Jack already mentioned it, so I'll just be coming back to that. But um, three, three pieces of advice. Um, First one, going off what Megan said, which was great. Can I just wait? Maybe I can sit up straight if I don't have, if I do that. Okay. Um, uh, is 
to come with questions. And my, my thought is more connected to um, Christian leaders and, and life things than, than what Megan was talking about. The same idea of just having questions and asking great questions and thinking about great questions. If you are meeting um, with someone who's older and wiser than you, um, come with questions. If you don't have questions, I feel like your life is perfect. Um, and it, it probably isn't. And so um, think about what's going on in your life. And uh, I, I always try to have something that I'm like, man, what do I do about this? Because I don't know. And if you don't have questions, what you're saying is, you know, and you don't. Um, next, uh, you have time. Uh, whatever it is, you have time. And what I mean by that is uh, you have time for anything if you make time for it. Uh, a lot of people live life trying to find time and that's a really passive way to go about uh, hoping time just shows up for you. Instead, make time, choose what's important to you, make sacrifices for the things that aren't important to you and commit to the things that you choose to commit to. Um, so if you, it, I don't know, don't say you don't have time say that it's not important enough to yourself. Maybe it wouldn't be wise to say that to someone else, like that's not important enough to me. But like um, the reality is you have time for anything that you wanna have time for if it's important enough to you. Um, third one, this has been the most important thing to me is uh, living out vulnerability. Um, being open and honest with the people around you and genuinely sharing what's going on in your life. Um, again, Life is hard sometimes, and you're kidding yourself if you think it's not. Uh, and it's really hard for people to help you if they don't know that anything is wrong. So um, be open about what's going on. I, I set a rule for myself freshman year, and this has been really fruitful. And I would suggest that you, that you consider doing the same, which was just that anytime anybody asked me how I was doing, almost anybody, like if I was in a rush and it was the cashier at Trader Joe's, then maybe I say fine. But almost anybody uh, ask me how I'm doing, I tell them honestly how I'm doing. Um, no one's going to hate you if, you're say, if you say that you're having a bad day. Um, you don't have to tell them why you're having a bad day if you don't want to get into it, but be open and honest about where you're at. Uh, it builds stronger relationships. It draws people closer to you. Um, and sometimes people can really help with that and they'll just, drop a little little wisdom or, or a helpful nugget that really um, you know, makes things better. And if not, that's okay. Uh, still living open and honest and just being vulnerable about where, where we're at um, has been really fruitful in my life. And I think you should do it too. So tell people how you actually are when they ask. And then my favorite verse, uh, Jack already talked about it. It's Matthew 6, 33 says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Um, you guys have heard a lot of wise words tonight from a lot of different people and uh, it's a lot. I mean, I filled up a page of notes um, uh, from it and, and um, I'm, sure, I'm sure some of you guys did too. So a lot of times I can get confused about, gee, what am I supposed to do in this period of my life? How am I supposed to handle this circumstance? What am I supposed to do? And what I remember is I narrow it down. I go, okay, what am I supposed to do? Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well right? Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Everything else will work itself out, guys. So um, yeah, yeah, that helps me to really focus things down. 
Um, and so when I'm overwhelmed with great advice, I think, okay, how can I seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and other things? And Devin's right. My, my, uh, his favorite piece of my advice is if it rhymes, it's true. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's, those are the, those are my, that's, that's college gang. So great knowing you. Um, I also will be in LA. So, uh, say, Hey, etc. Um, enjoy college guys. It's really, it's a good time. Challenge is great. Stick around. Uh, Jesus is, is also great. More great. Jesus is best. All right. All right. Good night. And that's a wrap for the semester. You just heard our senior students give gold nuggets of wisdom right before they move on to the next things that God has in store for them. If you like what you heard, leave us a rating and review on iTunes and subscribe and listen to older episodes on your favorite podcast platform. Find us online at uscchristianchallenge.com or find us on social media at USC Challenge. Thanks for listening and we'll see you around soon.